The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, the 14th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Isaiah chapter 66, verse 18, where the Lord said, And I, because of their actions and their imaginations, am about to come and gather all nations and tongues, and they will come and see my glory. My dear friends in Christ, my wife likes to watch some of those tele-TV programs that picture homes being bought and sold and sometimes those homes that are being remodeled and fixed up and some of those homes that are being remodeled and fixed up that she looks at, they're these dilapidated old houses and when you think of those houses, you say somebody should come in with a bulldozer and just flatten them and then they should just absolutely start over. But sometimes those remodelers come in and they take those shacks and turn them into these amazing, beautiful homes. And now, when you think of that picture, that's a good picture to keep in mind when we think of our God and we think of our God as our reading for today describes him. Thankfully, our God is like those remodelers. Instead of abandoning us, God wants to work with us. God wants to work with us. He wants us to be his believing children. He wants us to be heirs of heaven. Our, our Lord says, And I, because of their actions and their imaginations, am about to come and gather all nations and tongues, and they will come and see my glory. Our all-seeing, all-knowing God, he saw the actions and the imaginations, the, the thoughts, the words, and the deeds of the Jewish people of, of Isaiah's time. And he was able to see their sinful actions and see that sin separated them from God. And in a sense, we could say that those people were like those old dilapidated old houses that should have been bulldozed. And, well, that's God's examination of the people of Isaiah's day, and sad to say he's made that observation many times in the course of history. At the time of the flood, God looked at the people then, and, well, Scripture says, the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. The sin that God saw in the hearts and lives of the people at the time of the flood, the sin that he saw in the hearts and lives of the people at Isaiah's time, that's the same sin that ends up also infecting us. We were conceived and born in sin. It infects us right from our very beginning. And that sin in which we were conceived and born, what it does is it separates us from God. It makes us enemies of God. Sin separates us from God. 
and well sin separates us and well the the Jews the people at the time of the flood all people from God and it makes us enemies of God and what our reading says is that what God did is God saw that situation and God said that what he had to do is he had to come and he had to gather those people who had been separated from him. He had some major remodeling to do. He had to come and change our sinful condition. Otherwise, we would be lost forever. When we think of our natural situation, our natural state, well, before we were called to faith, it's easy for us to look at that situation and not think of it as as bad as, as dire as it really is. But Paul says when he thinks of our natural state that we were dead in our transgressions and sins. That means that we would be lost forever if it weren't for the fact that God came and did something about our problem. Our situation maybe could be described as being kind of like the packaged seeds that a person can buy in the store. Those packaged seeds, really in that packet, they're, they're dead. They're dead and they're going to remain dead like that as long as they're kept in the package, as long as they're away from water, fertilizer, sun, any nutrients like that. And for them to become alive, what needs to happen is someone needs to take them out of the package, needs to plant them, needs to get water, fertilizer, the sun to shine on them, and then those plants can end up growing. And see now, as those plants needed someone, so also we needed someone. We needed God to come. We needed God to operate. We needed God to come to us and to gather us into his church. We needed the Holy Spirit to work on our hearts and to make us into believing children of God. Give us nourishment from the word of God. And we would have been lost eternally if not for the fact that God came into our world, thinking of, well, God coming into the world, Jesus coming into the world, being our Savior, living and dying for us and paying for our sins, and, and well, the Holy Spirit coming to us and making us believing children of God. And now we're totally indebted to God and His taking the initiative and His working for us. So let's never forget how totally indebted we are to our God. Through him and only through him, we're spiritually alive and, and eternally alive. Sin, it separates us from God. It would separate us from God eternally, but thankfully we have a God who doesn't want to, to bulldoze us like a dilapidated old house. In his grace and mercy, what he does is he comes to us and he works with us. And he does everything for us, really. He does his remodeling work. He works through the word of God to remodel us, to make us his believing children, to make us heirs of eternal life in heaven. Thank God that we have this God who 
when our sin separated us from him, he didn't want to bulldoze us or forget about us. He comes to us, comes as our savior, comes through the word, makes us his children, makes us heirs of heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for coming down and gathering all nations and tongues so that we can see your glory, especially when you sent your Son to live and die for us and to win for us eternal salvation. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.